All right, guys, today we have Andrew Doxy. He's on the show so much, he's basically... Point, he's basically a co-host. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic now that I got promoted. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not getting stock options or anything. You're getting, this, this is an honorary title, like a degree. Yeah, this is like a degree from Harvard. Like, you don't, like, it's like honorary. Like, you could speak, but you can't, you can hang the degree, but you didn't graduate. Oh, okay, so it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We'll start off nice and confrontational. We'll have a lot to go from here. We can argue the whole time. It'll be fun. We really good. <laughs> All right, man. So talk about you. I heard you're moving up in the world. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm a contributor for CelticsBlog.com now, which is, you know, great platform. Uh, lots of great people that I'm working with, lots of talented writers. So I'm really honored to be working for them. Uh, I just put up a piece talking, comparing Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier to pineapple and pizza as a combination <laughs> of the two. So if you hate pineapple pizza as much as I do, go check that out. Wait, you hate pineapple and pizza? And you okay? Work? Listen, pineapple does not belong on pizza. It's it's just, I mean, it's a widely believed, you know, school of thought that that's not a thing that should be done. Like I, I don't know why. Do you believe on you? Do you believe in pineapple on pizza? Or? Oh fuck no. I just don't know why you would compare our son, Marcus Smart, to a disgusting food object. No, 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 no. Listen, it's Marcus's pizza. Oh. Hair Rosier is pineapple. Ooh. Right? Which, separate, they're fine. Yeah. But when you put them together, that's fine. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like yeah. that. They're, they're, they, as a backcourt, a lot of the time, don't really mesh that well. I'm sure you covered it well yeah. in the article. You should have told Actually, me. We could have talked know, about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, one th- one thing I am working on, I'll I'll drop this in the pod right now, so you know I can crowdsource some ideas. I'm doing a, a media day bingo card, so send me all of your media day platitudes and Ooh. you know things that that you know you're gonna hear, like uh, Marcus Smart saying it's a new me. Like, you know, fl- <laughs> yeah. Flat Earth talk. Yeah, flat Earth talk. That's I gonna mean, be the the bingo card in the middle. The, yeah, the free space. Yeah, that's a free space. Up. Yeah. There's no way they're not going to ask him, dude. We fucking have the Boston Globe. Like, how can yeah. they not? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, I saw the, whoever tweeted that the first time, I was like rolling. Yeah, that was oh one God. of the most amazing tweets I've seen in the history of the app, <laughs> which is saying something. Yeah. This leads us perfectly into Mr. Kyrie Irving himself. So we're going to like, we're going to blue ball it a little bit here. We're not going to talk about him in the Celtics first. We're going to do instead like first take. We're going to talk about him versus LeBron in terms of Kyrie leaving. How do you feel about the validity of people like bashing him over it? Do you think he handled the situation okay? Do you think he could have handled it better? Do you think he handled it like shit? Do you think he handled it fine? What do you think about the way he left Cleveland? No. No? Why would I? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, now I get it. Okay. <laughs> nah, okay. All right. Yeah. Very <laughs> funny. Uh, um, no, I think it's really stupid that people are, are bashing him about, you know, leave, like, okay, let's <laughs> – you know, this is this is his profession, right? So you don't really like. I guess if you're like really cool with a coworker, you'll be like, "Yo, I'm about to put in my two weeks." Like, but generally, like when we're leaving an establishment as a as a profession or you know a, a job, we don't really go around telling all the employees like, "Yo, I'm out of here." Until like it's really necessary, <laughs> and even then, it's like, and there's only so many ways you can compare basketball and like actual actual jobs. Yeah, um, definitely, dude. But <laughs> I don't think like he's not obligated to tell LeBron anything, and I feel like that's another. You know, the fact that people are saying that he should is another reason why I would say Kyrie would want to leave Cleveland because, like, there was one time a reporter asked him the dumbest question. It was like, "Do you see LeBron as a father figure?" Like, <laughs> 
These guys are like five years <laughs> apart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Kyrie has a father. Yeah. <laughs> a single father. Actually. Yeah, exactly. That's an important and, thing. And, yep. and Kyrie is a father. So like, yeah. that's so disrespectful for me for somebody to, mm-hmm. to like elevate LeBron to that place and kind of, you know, put Kyrie down to ask him these kind of questions. And then another thing is like, when LeBron wins, it's, you know, look at how much he makes his teammates better. But when he loses, it's LeBron has no help, you know, that kind of narrative. So I definitely don't think that Kyrie, I mean, without LeBron, Kyrie doesn't have a championship. But you could, you know, flip it and say without Kyrie, LeBron doesn't have a championship in Cleveland. So I don't think that, that Kyrie really owes LeBron any kind of explanation or, or, you know, heads up or whatever people are thinking that Kyrie should have done. Okay, I, that. I have some things to say. I have some things. One, Are you trying to fight? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because one, I do want to say that like he's not obligated to sell LeBron. He ain't obligated to tell LeBron shit. He doesn't need to ask permission. He doesn't need to like run it by him first or anything like that. Just need to explain it to him. Like that's fair. Yeah. And I think yeah, okay. Kyrie not being like having some feelings. We can delve into this a little bit after having some feeling towards LeBron is totally justified. But on the flip side, you know. What's it been, three years LeBron's in Cleveland now? Three years, yeah. I believe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to not even be like, hey, I'm going to request a trade. I I guess it's not as bad as leaving in free agency because he's going to find out anyway. Like, it's kind of like, you know, he can find out trade talks for the organization or anything. But I feel like yeah. you should still be, you know, you should tell him, you should tell Kevin, you should tell some of the other guys on the team that you're close with. Like, So where do you draw the line? You tell all fifteen guys. I mean, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, me personally. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, like, if I'm talking about myself, I yeah, would, you know, the equipment manager, yeah. or, you know, all these people, like group like, chat. This is the kind of person I'm, I would want to tell everyone. But I'm, I'm thinking from Kyrie's perspective, right? Yeah. So I'm like, where do you draw the line? You should tell who you're close to, and you should tell. Like LeBron is a leader of the team. I know, like it's a touchy subject for Kyrie, and yeah. I totally think he's justified in like not asking. You know, he's not asking LeBron, can I leave? He's not running it by him. He's not asking for advice. But I think, hey, LeBron, I liked my time here, you know, with, but I'm going to request to leave. Like, I'm, I'm done being a Cavalier. Okay, but what if that's not reality-based? What, <laughs> what if that's based on, on your expectation of Kyrie's actions? Like those expectations that you place on Kyrie yep. don't maximize his potential and his true intentions as a man. That's true. I'm not very much woke as... <laughs> Kyrie would say, I'm not woke to how he operates. Um, You're not woke enough, man. Yeah, I'm still sleeping on how Kyrie handles things. <laughs> no, I'm not reality-based. I, I see what you're saying, though. Like, you yeah. know, common courtesy. Yeah, exactly. Listening. Like, you know, just... Professional just respect. Yeah. It so doesn't I, have to be I personal. Think, it has yeah. to be professional respect. Hey, I'm planning on asking out. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. I think we don't... We Also, we don't really know what's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes like we don't know if they're actually as close as they you know the scene yep and and what and people even richard jefferson was saying like you know they were even in the playoffs when the Cavs were like between the first and second round and whatnot like they were had like nine days off Kyrie didn't speak to any of them for those nine days which you know kind of adds up with his, what he said on first take is that he's been wanting out for a while yep he just didn't want to distract the team which i think is really nice yeah I, if, I think that's true too because we didn't hear a lot about this before yeah, and, and I think that, you know, the media is trying to put a lot of narratives into it, but, uh, you know, Kyrie didn't say anything ever, like, throughout this entire process, right? So, like, Kyrie asked for a trade. I don't think, 
he had this like top five list of teams that the media put out there, like Minnesota and, and all those. Oh, all the, yeah, the leak list. Yeah, it was yeah, the, Spur- was the Spurs on it in the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, like, and he even said that yesterday. You know, not yesterday uh, on first take, but he said like, I I didn't say anything, and he, he said sure. that he was hurt from the fact that it leaked, which. Yep. I still want to know who leaked it because I don't think it was LeBron because he didn't tell LeBron. It, it mm-hmm. must have been Cleveland management because they must have been the only. But then that doesn't make sense because Cleveland Cle- management it only hurt their leverage. Well, wasn't it Griffin? Wasn't it? Wasn't that like the rumor? Because he had the meeting with uh, the old G- GM David Griffin, and then like, isn't that the rumor? Well, and then like, <laughs> so, so, so your theory is that he did that to spite Cleveland? Yeah, or something like that. I mean, that's a rumor I heard uh, like a few days ago. I haven't delved much into it because honestly, the Kyrie leaving Cleveland thing is not super interesting to me. I feel like we're obligated to talk about it because, like, yeah. hey, it's a huge deal. But to me, I don't give a fuck. Dude won yeah, the lead. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about Cleveland. Yeah, he, he, he took he took a couple problems off our our case. Yeah, like, exactly. Years, so. Yeah, we got Which, a fucking Kyrie Irving. So right, <laughs> do it again. Request it. <laughs> Paul George, <laughs> you're already done with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, took like one. I'm practice. so mad about that. That's so yeah. stupid. <laughs> But you know it's funny if if Paul George had come here like none of this happens we don't get our reality based memes we don't that's true have as much fun we would not be very much woke we would not right we get to talk about Paul George and his late night activities and fishing (laughs) yeah yeah that's true his boathouse and all that yeah his his children yeah we get a lot of stuff with Paul George too yeah we would get a fair amount of Paul George not nearly as memeable though so Uh, until we get the Gatorade ad and I can just yell at him for that I don't really like Paul George either. I like him a lot I, more I, than yeah, I, like I like Kyrie, him. but well, I like Kyrie more now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after now I... I. But here's my thing: I've always loved Kyrie. Like, really? He's always been on my top five list of players. Okay, and he's definitely one of my favorite. He was, actually, honestly, he would. He's probably my. He was probably my favorite non-Boston player. Like, really? Besides Rondo, of course, because right. you know. But that's nostalgia. Hold this right? thought. So, hold this thought before we go, because I want to do this next section. I want to keep okay. talking about LeBron. But that's good, though, because I want to hear why. Because I'm not a Kyrie fan, so you can kind of <laughs> try to convert me besides memes. The memes oh, have converted me. Yeah. But, like, actual encore, eh, we'll see. Um, so here's the thing. I kind of got this impression on first take a little bit. I mean, he said a lot about LeBron that he didn't actually say. But do you think it's – something that always bugged me about it is it might not even be about LeBron. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be, you know, he wanted to play point guard, which you can be like, well, that's about LeBron. Yeah, but it's not about LeBron as a person. It's about the LeBron. System. Yeah, exactly. The system, yeah. which is the LeBron system. And also, LeBron might leave next year. I mean, it's right. it's probably a beyond a might. I think it's more probably at this point. He's probably going to leave Cleveland next year. Like, they don't. I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Okay, why? Why do you think he's not going to leave Cleveland? Where is he going to go? Uh... Uh, I don't know. Where, where is he going to go where it's better positioned and, and the team is... Oh, is better positioned easily, but you got to figure huh? out the salary cap. Like, anyone would be better positioned, dude. No, like, no. Like, <laughs> like, like, reality-based... <laughs> if you're looking at this in a reality-based lens, yeah. like, where is he, where is he going to go that's better positioned to, to, to be competitive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's say he goes to L.A. That team sucks, and mm-hmm. they're going to suck this season, and, and unless they make some major change, which I don't see it's going to happen. Even yeah. if they have the money to get them, yep. and even if they have the money to make minor upgrades, the team is not going to be better than Cleveland is this year. No. Or anytime soon. So my thing is, like, and, okay, let's say he goes to, to Houston somehow. 
which I don't know how that's even possible. Yeah, the yeah, salary. Chris but, Paul yeah. has to resign. Yeah, and they already have James Harden with a super. Almost, it's a super match, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I that that doesn't make any sense either. Like the other the other teams, like what Brooklyn, Atlanta. You know, like I Miami. I don't, what about Miami? Miami? Yeah, but why would you do that? I feel like that would be a terrible career. Me too. And, and I don't think they, <laughs> they can't even afford them because they just locked oh, up yeah, Neon Waiters, Kelly yeah. Olynyk. I forgot they did that stuff. That's right. I was thinking like Which going into stupid, the offseason. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, but they didn't really have a choice. Go ahead, Pat Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy Danny Age dunked on Pat Riley. I hate Pat oh, yeah. Riley so much. <laughs> no, with both, with both Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, that was so <laughs> delicious. I like to think Danny H. Frank calls him in the middle of the night, <laughs> just like just like hangs up, like calls him, wakes him up, hangs up. <laughs> that's hey, that's what he gets. Uh, I'm still sticking with my Pat Riley leaked the Gordon Hayward decision early, so that's what. Yep. You know, you you reap what you sow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not. So I don't think going anywhere though. I don't think he's going to Miami. Okay, I was just floating out teams. I haven't even thought about it really. I just yeah, I can, and that's the thing too. Like it's easy to think like you know all the reasons LeBron has to leave. But you have to think about all the reasons that he has to stay. What reasons does he have to stay? Like, honestly, like, I see it as more like he couldn't find a home because salary cap, stuff like that, than Valor. Like, I think Cleveland is going to run into a lot of trouble. Like, I think they're already kind of in trouble. Like, I don't think they can beat the Warriors. Um, No. And I think they're just going to get older and older. And they don't have any fucking money. (laughs) They're just going to keep getting older. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. So that's that's one reason. To yeah, say. but that's useless for like two or three years. Like unless like it's a generational player. Yeah, but but for two, how how much is the Cavs team gonna degenerate in the next two or three years? Well, no, it's two team. or three years. Then like I think like year four, he could be like that player could be like worthwhile playing the Warriors or like whoever the Philly. Yeah, probably. but my point <laughs> is like it, it for LeBron to leave, you know, you have to have immediate contention, right? Yep. But if yep. if he Cleveland gives you at least that barely for the next two years, the way their roster is. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe three. And that's then fair. by that time you have a young gun, Marvin Bagley, Michael Porter, maybe. Yep. Who can, you know, take over after. So I, I feel I honestly I feel like staying in Cleveland is the best move for him, but you know, that's just me. I'm not LeBron. That's fair. I like the way I'm you analyzed it though. Cool. Yeah, I'm not I like the way you said like where would he actually go? Because everyone keeps saying like yeah, you know, he's gonna leave, which yeah. I I kind of agree with. Like, I think he wants to leave Cleveland, but I'm not sure where he I could actually. Go. I, I'm not sure where he could actually. Nobody go. wants to be in Cleveland. No, no. Nobody wants to be in Cleveland. Fucking mayor of Cleveland doesn't want to be in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much time Dan Gilbert actually spends in Cleveland. Like, probably just. No, he's a he's a Detroit guy, correct? Isn't yeah, he? Well, like, he no, wanted to buy the. I don't think he's from Detroit, but he owns a lot of buildings in Detroit. Yeah, he's like. You know what's funny? My professor was talking about this this morning. Oh, cool. He's saying that uh, Dan Gilbert owns like 95 buildings in Detroit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, which. That's too many. Nobody likes Dan Gilbert. No, no, fucking Dan Gilbert. Fucking <laughs> him and his letter, him and his Comic Sans letter. Oh, dick. I hope LeBron made Comic him. Comic like, Sans is even more of a joke now because of that. Yep. I hope LeBron made him like kiss a ring. Like, like <laughs> you can have me back, but you have to come over here and kiss my ring. <laughs> Yo, come in person that, honestly i would i would too. come and crawl across the rug and i will return to cleveland oh man i want to know what happened between, in that meeting that he had Meet lebron comes and, in and, tra- and they didn't even did they even have a free agent meeting with him or did he just decide to come back 
Like, I don't remember hearing about them meeting together. Like, did, remember... they didn't even offer him a contract. He's just like, <laughs> I'm coming back. To I, I clear cap space. I'm coming. <laughs> cap space. Oh, you have to trade the number one pick. I'm coming back. <laughs> that, that's my only condition. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, remember, he only met with Dwayne Wade, like, just, you know, before before he made his decision, right? I don't remember him, like, meeting with teams. I don't think he – you said Wade, right? Yeah. Like, Didn't he, he had, not tell he had... Wade? No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he had a meeting with Wade. No, I don't think he told Wade his final decision. But no, he didn't. Yeah, he had a meeting together. with. Yeah, yeah. The, I think they had like it, it was like during summer league or whatever, and they were. Yeah, yeah. I like this new yeah. theory, by the way. I <laughs> can do a whole imagine, podcast. Like, what, what if you're What if you're the Brooklyn Nets, and all of a sudden LeBron calls you and says, <laughs> "Hey, I want to sign with you." <laughs> <laughs> they would tell him, "No, we're rebuilding. <laughs> we finally got picks coming up down the pipeline." Don't we're not trading. <laughs> We're not doing the veteran route again. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> Can you imagine that? how crazy that would be? That would be something. That would be a good storyline. Yeah. We'd have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right. Uh, all right. We're done with that shit. I don't care about Cleveland. So let's get to the fun part. Kyrie is a fucking Celtic. It's what? It's, it's lit. Okay, tell me why it's lit. I don't like Kyrie, the basketball player. I have some positive stuff that I'm going to say after. But, like, before the trade... I'm not a Kyrie Irving basketball fan. I don't like the way he plays basketball. I think he's very good, but I don't think he's super conductive. I don't think he's – I don't want to say super conduct, not super conductive to winning because he is. But I think there's a lot of point guards better than him. Sell me tell on me, Kyrie the player. Tell, well, tell me why you don't like him. Okay. I don't like that he doesn't play defense. He does in the postseason, which alleviates it somewhat. He's still not an amazing defender in the postseason, but he plays a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's serviceable. Yeah. Yeah, in the postseason only, which is like – that might not matter in Cleveland because they don't need the first seed, but we fucking yeah. need the first seed. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, <laughs> we need, need every advantage we can get, dude. <laughs> not playing game seven in Toronto. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah. We would lose that so hard. Yeah, maybe not Toronto. I don't know if they have fans. Well, like, I don't yeah. want to play game seven in Washington. I don't, don't want to play game seven anywhere but Boston. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's very hard to win a game seven in Boston against the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't like the ball hog part. Um, I don't like that he sort of just gets like tunnel vision sometimes and starts shacking up th- shots from every angle. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. That's three major points. Ball hug, defense, and I guess shot chalk kind of goes to the first one. Okay, so okay, so defense, I'll give you that. You're He's he's not a good defender. No. Yeah, I mean, I, and it's a, it's a lot of low effort too. Like, yes. You'll see that he kind of, and I was just funny because I was watching um, research for that Marcus Smart article. I was watching the uh, March first game against Cleveland. Yep. And he he was getting lost. So, and then Marcus Smart was posting about bad at night. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looked like a, like a kid, play, like a father against a son in the post. <laughs> <laughs> He's so much like, bigger. Like He's Smart so patted him on the head after he fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marcus is yeah. so much bigger last year than any other point guard. He was just like. Like a yeah, center, he'll, he'll stun any of them. Like, yeah, you know, back him down in the post and take him down. So yeah, I and then he did get blown by a lot. But I think the worst thing was his off-ball awareness. Like he tried yeah. to on a lot of. I mean, obviously Avery Bradley's a great backdoor cutter, but no, you have got, to like he got exposed. Yeah, you have to at least like be aware. Like you have to stop yeah. like some of them. <laughs> right. Everyone gets yeah. caught out, but you have to be like present. You know what I mean? You have to make it a threat 
to yeah. you're like your defensive threat. So I, yeah, I see that exactly. Um, but continue. But it, but again, like in the playoffs, like you can put him on the floor against uh, against Steph Curry. Like you cannot put Isaiah Thomas on the floor against Steph Curry, expect him to get a stop, right? No. But no. for one possession, you can count on Kyrie to 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 put effort. Yeah, I to think, challenge him. Yep. Yeah, and I, and honestly, I look at that as a system error because like who True. who in Cleveland plays defense? Yeah. They don't no. even they don't even prioritize that at all. There's no defensive <laughs> system over there. Like I I don't even think they practice defense. Nope. <laughs> they really and, don't. <laughs> I don't know, you can really tell because like the only times that they show good defense are like one on one situations. Like as a team, their defense is terrible. Like Boston was putting up a hundred points. Okay, like in games one and two and I guess five, like obviously Boston their offense tanked, but that wasn't because of Cleveland's defense. No, they just missed There's, shots. Yeah, missing a lot of shots. They were wide open. at the same time. They were literally just so wide open. It was embarrassing. Like, that's yeah. when you kind of knew. It was embarrassing for us, and it was embarrassing for them. It was embarrassing for both teams that the Celtics were that <laughs> wide open. It was embarrassing for us because we hit, <laughs> didn't hit any fucking shots. We didn't make them pay for it. That yeah. was terrible. And uh, that's when you kind of knew that the Warriors were just going to fucking annihilate that team. Oh, yeah. I, I had no – honestly, I kind of wanted it to be better, so I said uh, Warriors in six, but – in my heart, like I knew, it was, was going to be over. Quick. It could have been Warriors and Six, I think. Like huh? it was, there was what, like Durant's hit three at the end of one of the games, and if yeah, he missed it that, been six. it could have been. Warriors I just thought six. that LeBron would never go out in five like that, at least at no. this point in his career. Nope. So I just figured that he would make it happen, but there's nothing he it, can do. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> I believe Kyrie played pretty well too that series. Like he played great. Yeah, he, yeah, he um. He's been he, very good in the postseason. Like twenty, I, no, he averaged twenty nine in the finals. I think. Yeah, he did something sure. like that. Yeah. Um. So he's and and he had that uh, game four or yeah game three or game four he went off. Yeah, yeah, like forty three, right? Something like that. Right. And 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 conversely, you have to look at it like this: Who on the Warriors is going to guard Kyrie? Like Clay Thompson does a good job, but Kyrie's still averaging like thirty. Yeah, that's so, not an ideal matchup for Clay. He's a great defender, yeah, but that's not. Yeah, like he's a, too. You know the handles are too complex for Kyrie for Clay to guard. <laughs> He's too high to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah he just does. we have to take this into consideration. He, gets, he starts like thinking about other stuff, watching the dribble. He gets like hypnotized. <laughs> just like Ky- Kyrie dribbles three times to the left, and he starts thinking about something completely different. Yeah, he's thinking about cartoons. Yeah. He's thinking about the Rugrats and shit. <laughs> Or what toaster he's gonna sign next? Yeah, what toaster he's gonna, where he's gonna play in China? Where he's gonna? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't think Kyrie's a, a good matchup for Clay. So you know that's no. an advantage. Yeah. So, but I get your point on defense. So ball hogging again. That's a lot of system thing because when we see when we see Kyrie playing with LeBron, he's a shooting guard, right? Yep. So and and when you play with LeBron and you're not LeBron, your only job is to shoot. Mm-hmm. So you have to take that. <laughs> your only like, job is to shoot. That I'm being for real. Like <laughs> no, you're play, right. They play legit. <laughs> Like instead of four out, you know, four out one in, they play four out one LeBron. So, <laughs> Ooh, that's and that's cool. what it is. They, they basically wait for LeBron to, to manufacture shots for him. So I don't blame. And then when and then when LeBron is not on the floor and Kyrie is, the team is the team is configured for LeBron. So when you you know nobody else can create their own offense, nobody else knows how to to run a functional offense, and so Kyrie is forced to go into ISO. So that's my my argument for him being a ball hog and and shot selection is because of the system mandates this the the because if you go back to um the last year before lebron came that looked like it it was gonna you know be a they they could have made the playoffs if they you know won a handful more games 
So, which is why it was even Could more they? absurd that they got the number one pick. Wait, what? The year before LeBron got there? Yeah. Oh, you mean like going into the season? Yeah, I, I mean even halfway through the season they were they were decent, but they ended yeah. up with like they, they their lottery odds are not good at yeah, all. Yeah, no, no, they got really lucky. I know that, but yeah. Yeah, they were. Well, the East is pretty shitty, so I guess I can yeah, see. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> I haven't looked at the standings. They definitely so. could have stuck in as like an eight seed. They were they were yeah. like around ten and nine for a while. Okay. Before yeah. before the rest of the way they kind of fell, but yeah. they and and Kyrie was a big part of that. Deion Waiters, obviously, um, I think Anthony Bennett played some minutes, but and Andrew Bynum too, I think, was was playing a, a at least a portion of that. Yep. That season. He had a so, good. I mean, he had a good year before I, LeBron got there. He had six assists a game. Uh, Kyrie. Kyrie? Yeah, yeah that's my thing. That, that's my hope. Is yeah. that you know, it's not it's not really him as a ball hog, but more of that's just the environment that he's in and, and what he's been taught, which is another reason why I think it's super important for like when he goes and says things on first take, like I wanted to, I wanna be in a position where I can learn every day. So I think that with, with Ty Lu and, and the system they have now, he's not really making any progress as a player and that's what mandated his move and desire to move on to a different team. I kind of want to bring that back in. This is more in the other section, but I think Lou is a bigger deal than people think and why he left. Yeah, I, I feel like Kyrie like took some very shaded shots at him in that. And, but you know what's funny? <laughs> Actually, a couple weeks ago, I started watching the 2016 championship DVD yep. for, for the Cavs. Kyrie spoke very highly of Lou, but I think it's because he was coming off of David Blatt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, and then obviously the, he's on a championship high. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. he was saying like, "Oh, I like how Lou is very involved. He he plays with us. He gets on the court during practice, blah blah." blah. Which is, <laughs> I to me, that's that's weird that that's like an innovation because like a lot of coaches that I see are on the court. You know, I mean, I mean, like, I guess like Popovich is probably. The I was only, just like, about to say that Popovich and Brad Stevens are not like, there. No, I mean, because you know Brad does. Brad is always on the court. Oh, I thought you talked about, like, shooting with them in practice. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, guys that when they're in practice, they actually get on the court and demonstrate what they're asking the, the guys to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad so, like, does, does that. Okay. That. Now I get what you're saying. I thought you meant, like, like fucking around with them. Like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was, like, lining up and shooting, like, in the shooting drills. I was like, <laughs> maybe. I was like, I don't know if that's, like, good coaching. Can you imagine Popovich <laughs> doing that, though? <laughs> <laughs> I would pay so much money for that video. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like I, I, so I think you know that that's something that Kyrie was looking forward to is like a coach who does that and actually knows what he's doing. Because like Ty Lue, he you know he's a good he's a good Doc Rivers. He's a good guy that knows what to say and that's... how to say it. But when it comes to like X's and O's and actual like coaching yeah. and strategy, he's not what he needs to be. That's so insulting to Doc Rivers. <laughs> I don't even like Doc Rivers that much, but that's so insulting. No, but you know, Doc Rivers is really not that great anymore. I, I don't As know if he's lost his touch. GM, I think Doc Rivers the GM nerfs um, Doc Rivers the coach. Like, I don't think Doc Rivers the coach is like an elite coach, but I think he's like a very good coach. He's a good, no, he's a good coach. Yeah, and he, and he maximizes. Well, I wouldn't say that, but he definitely got he squeezed a lot out of the the old man Celtics. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But that's because more of – not because of his tactical prowess, but more of his ability to talk to them right. Which is and a huge relate deal. To, re, relate to the players. I think that's his biggest strength is, yep. you know, the, the emotional side of basketball. Yeah, he's a leader when, of men. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's when, a leader. You know, Thibodeau, when Thibodeau left, the defense stopped. I mean, because, like, the Celtics were a good defensive team, like, in air quotes – for the duration of their time as like the real old man Celtics, but yep. but really that that was just based on reputation. Like they were only a good defensive team until 2010, yeah. when you know Thibodeau left for the Bulls. 
So to be fair, we also did get a lot. Like we were getting older and older. Yeah, but so, no, yeah, Thibodeau's yeah. a great coach. I like Tibbs a lot. Besides, yeah, the fact he that runs his guys to the ground. I, he needs to stop. There's like, can you believe that Wiggins and, and Towns were both in the top five? For, so for so was uh, Levine before he got hurt. Like in like in terms of minutes per game. Like yeah, <laughs> like I know they're young, but geez. Jesus, dude, like. They That's play like insane. almost forty minutes a game. Like, it's yeah, like, can you imagine that on a nightly basis? Like, oh. to go over it, you know, over that consistently. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't like that, dude. I like Tibbs a lot, but that's flawed to me. Yeah, this and is it's also because Tibbs, the GM, also doesn't really. Well, he's not GM in in, in Minnesota, but I, actually, doesn't he have president powers? I think he is a president. Yeah, I think he is in Minnesota. He's yeah, president of basketball operations. But I, I feel like the, you know he kind of hurts himself there too because the, they don't. His teams don't typically have a lot of depth, at least not since the Bulls team in like 2013. Or whatever. No, yeah, that was a team that when uh, Derrick Rose went down, like Nate Robinson was was you know <laughs> winning over triple overtime games. For yep. them in the, in the that was a crazy season. That was a weird season, dude. That was yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, 2013, everything is weird. Oh yeah, you said that before the pod. Doxy yeah. said that 2013 was. He said it was a bad year. He said there was no fun year. Oh, that year of tanking was so. Fucking Painful. miserable. We just watched like Sullinger and Jeff Green and like Chuck up threes. Yeah, Chuck up threes. Kelly Olenek was like, I'm trying like uh The the one highlight of that season was uh the Jeff Green. Jeff Green game, game winner. winner. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Bro, I I ran out of my house. Like I was screaming. I was no really like yep. I, I I as soon as it went in, like cause I you know, at thirty seconds the game was out of reach. Yep. Right? And this is before the Marcus Smart King of Lost Cause era. So yeah, he would have saved us. I didn't. I didn't have the hope. Yeah. <laughs> so so Jeff Green hits that shot. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. I'm running around my house like I'm doing like the the, the jet. I'm doing the jet right. Yep. Jason Terry's not even on our team anymore. But I was so excited. I didn't even care. <laughs> like like you know my my sisters yep. and my parents are like, are you okay? Like I'm like, yo, Jeff Green just won us a game and we suck. <laughs> we just beat the Heat. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember, I like, LeBron's so face walking off the court was one of the funniest things <laughs> no, I've ever seen. No, he walked seen. straight off the court. He didn't even Yeah, he didn't do right anything, there. dude. He, he didn't, like, talk to anyone. He's fucking gunned it off the court. <laughs> That's, I think that's part of the reason why he hates us so much. Yeah. There's yeah. bigger games, but, like, that game, I think, just, like, made him angry. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, he, he had already killed us at that point in game six. Game yeah, he had four. just game six us. But, like, two years before. But that before, one, yeah. that game really solidified his hatred for Boston. Yeah, he just, like, he's, like, a lot of little nagging moments against us that I feel like he remembers that other people wouldn't think of. Like, yeah, the daddy era Celtics where we were like just beating them all the time. Like, I feel like yeah, game six in 2010. Yeah, exactly. Jersey off, like you could, you could, you could. Yeah, that was was beginning of a vendetta. Yep, stuff like that. Like he's mad about, but I feel like little stuff, like when Isaiah went out of bounds and knocked the ball out of his hand. Like he won that game, and I feel like it just makes him angry. The the origin of the Isaiah pick. Yeah, exactly. The origin of the Isaiah pick. I feel like I feel like he just like sits at home and just like. (laughs) <laughs> fucking gets like those mischievous kids. The fucking <laughs> who else would do that to me? Yeah. <laughs> or like That's game fun. four, just like has his worst professional like postseason game ever. Happens yeah. to come against the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. Destroyed us uh, in the of, series. Of, of all people, Marcus Smart scores twenty seven points. <laughs> the be- the final play of that game where Marcus, uh, where like LeBron commits hard to Marcus Smart yeah, shooting that three is the funniest shoot. thing of all time. <laughs> it just no, no, think about this for a second, right? <laughs> LeBron played the hardest defense of his life of, of that postseason on Marcus Smart in that possession. Yeah, he three. did, yeah. and he loses the game because of miscommunication between J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert. Can you imagine uh, how livid he was? Yep, exactly. Oh my God, he's That's just funny. yep. 
that game was just like he buckled down, pulled his shirt, his shorts up. <laughs> he did, like, yeah. Stopped the floor. <laughs> he was like Miami. He like funneled Miami LeBron <laughs> energy to like stop him on that play. Yeah. Like focused his chi. He got all like fired up, ready. <laughs> and he lost the game off the off ball situation. Like, yep. How annoying. I mean, everyone in the stadium thought Marcus Smart was taking the shot. I fucking thought he was taking the shot. I was like, he's going to take this. Step back three. (laughs) Yep. That's what I thought too. And nope. Brad Stevens. Oh, right up at the top. Pick on J.R. Smith. (laughs) And, you know, honestly, that's the best way to win any game is to pick J.R. Smith. Yes. Oh, yes. He'll get confused no matter what it is. Yep. And he did the fucking sweeping motion to us like the game before. Yeah. Prick. Prick. (laughs) Who do you think you are? All those guys. It's so hard to like them. Yeah. Yes. It's very hard to like the Cavaliers. Yeah. And now I kind of have to root for them if they beat us. Yeah, I'm going to cheer for them too. Yeah, yeah is that where you I landed? Mean, I've, huh? been, I've been wondering about that. Yeah, I decided I'm going to oh, cheer yeah, for them in the finals. You know, honestly, I, 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 I got to cheer for Isaiah. Yeah. I'm not. I don't even hate KD, but I just I wanted to you know prolong his championship aspirations a season, just because you know it would have been funny if he like joined Golden State and they didn't win. So KD I, on I Twitter would have been amazing. Oh, KD would have been so yeah, angry. He, would, he wouldn't have come back. He wouldn't have yeah. come back. Uh, well, he yeah. would come back on alt accounts. He would have his burner accounts. <laughs> like Yo, tweeting KD up a story. He's the best. He can't win with those guys yeah. in Golden State, man. Steph Curry sucks. Exactly. <laughs> we need to See, bring Curry Russ. He wasn't even a real coach. He wasn't yeah. even there for half the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I. I that's, so this, even this year, I was kind of like, you know, it wouldn't be terrible if the Cavs repeated. So this year, now that they have Isaiah. Yep, now I'm never gonna cheer against Isaiah. And the Warriors have gone full villain now, so it was sucks because if you if you go back on my archives of, of things that I've read, because I started writing about sports in, in 2012, I have always been on the Warriors bandwagon. Like back disgusting. when, no, I'm not. No, before they were popular. Like, disgusting. They were good. Still disgusting. <laughs> like that, that was my official second team, and and you can really go back and look at my tweets. Like if you search my old tweets, I would. I, would, I was a very strong defender of Steph Curry, you know, before he got his ankles fixed. About when he's having <laughs> ankle issues. No, I'm being for real. Like, I was I was huge on them. Like, and I was even sad when they traded Monte Ellis because I didn't, like, I was like, yo, I like this team. So, and I, and I like the Mark Jackson Warriors era just because they were fun to watch. But, you know, so I, but now that they've, you know, completely turned around and they've gone full villain, I, I just can't bring myself to, to root for them. And I, and, and I was like that last year. Like I used to catch um, their championship season when Steph Curry was going off every night and won MVP for the first time. Like, I was tuning in all the time to catch Warriors games, but last year I, I barely watched. Good. Don't, I, don't talk about the Warriors in a positive light on my fucking podcast. No, no. Who do you think them. you are? <laughs> I don't hate them, but like, what are you I, doing? I just like them. Why are you hijacking my podcast to talk about the fucking Warriors? <laughs> nah, I, I'm sorry. I miss the old Warriors. Okay, Careful the gold Warriors. You know? That's enough. Warriors talk. Yeah. We're going back to the Celtics. Disgust me. Yeah. <laughs> talking about yeah. that team. Hey, we talked about LeBron a lot too. Dang. Yeah, we did. But that's fine. No, that's but more if it relevant. Comes down to a, another finals rematch, then I'm definitely going for the Cavs. Yep. If not too. for Jay Crowder. What? Who the fuck cares about Jay Crowder gets a ring? No, because I mean, because his mom, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like five yeah, years after he tells her yeah. that, that he got traded to the Cavs. That's the only reason. I hate Jay Crowder, but I. Yeah, that's <laughs> for fair. that reason. That's fair. Uh, but Isaiah, like, I want Isaiah to get a fucking ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That'd and, be sweet. And, uh, and, and and Zizich, my strong European son that I, I never really got to root for. So, yeah, I feel like that could be. I'm, that's a big. That's a big deal. I'm pretty surprised Danny H for that. In, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't and win Cagley this trade. Too. Yeah, it's like he's an afterthought. But honestly, that makes a big difference for our team this year. Yeah, that's like odd. If you, if you don't mind, I just want to talk about that for a second. Like, yeah, because. 
because I personally don't want to start Marquise Morris. I'd rather start Baines. And, yeah, and keep, like the Amir Johnson Horford. start. Yeah, like, like four yeah. minutes, like five minutes, and then you yank him. And then you can go small after that. But yeah. like those four or five minutes matter, or even twenty minutes over an entire game. Those matter for Al Horford because he's really not. He's not what everybody wants him to be. He's not like yeah. a banger down low who's going to protect the rim. Like that's yeah. not the player that Al Horford is. No. So, but, you know, forcing him to be a five all year, I feel like that's going to hurt. I'm going to cut you off just because I want to talk about this later. I want to talk about this in the questions rounds. I want you to give me like starting lineup and closing lineup, but we'll okay. get there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll cut it off. We got to go back to Kyrie, dude. We haven't even <laughs> talked, talked about Kyrie. This is a Kyrie Celtics. pod. We barely talked about Yeah. Celtics. This is not a reality-based pod. We're fantasy. We're like not woke. This is a Max Kellerman pod. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is, yeah. Have you seen? We we can talk about that. Fucking, I thought Kyrie was gonna try to like Max Kellerman called into the show. He wasn't actually there. And I yeah. think it's because Kyrie would have tried to fight him. <laughs> I think like Kyrie. <laughs> oh told yeah, they would have definitely hey, squared Like, up. tell Max to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's like, why don't you respect my intentions as man? <laughs> <laughs> I like how Kellerman didn't say shit to Kyrie on the show, but then the next day he's bad mouthing him. Yeah, like, oh, like you're not gonna say yeah, anything about what he said. Accepted it on the yep. show. And he's like, all right, I'm done asking questions. But then that that other guy, uh, Will make Will Kane or whatever, he he started talking about Kyrie, and then and then Max Hellman was like, you know what, you're right, that did happen. Yeah, you dig it. Shut down on national television, Max Hellman. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie was like blatantly disrespectful towards you. Oh yeah, I know I mean, you have I mean, to be like in a way. It was both ways. So yeah, it was. I mean, Max is pretty. You know, I think Kyrie clearly didn't. I know it's your job as like a member of the sports media and a dig, but like. <laughs> I think he clearly didn't want to talk about LeBron anymore. And, like, yeah. I know you're trying to get a reaction, but at some point it gets fucking tedious as a yeah. viewer to, like, see that. Like, he doesn't want to talk about LeBron. He wants to he talk about it. about it. You know? Yeah. He wanted to talk about the Celtics. He had some, like, really cool stuff. I know yeah. it's, like, fan he, he service stuff, but it was cool. Too. He said some stuff yeah. about the Celtics that was cool. Yeah, I agree. I think he's very excited to play with Brad Stevens. He's excited to play in a real NBA offense. He's excited to play with Marcus Smart. Yep. <laughs> I'm excited for him to play with Marcus Smart. Me too. But let's go. His we can talk about his fit with the Celtics a little bit. So, do you think he's going to be like a classic point guard? Do you think he's just going to have the ball all the time, or do you think we're going to use him? I guess Isaiah had the ball all the time, but not as much. Do you think yeah. we're kind of going to use him as like a basically Isaiah, kind of like what we did last year, like run him off screens, kind of get do stuff to get him open? What do you think we're going to do with um, Kyrie? I I think that. That there's going to be a lot of similarities with how we use Isaiah mm-hmm. and how we use Kyrie, except I think we could go to isolation more. Okay. Because, um, you know, Kyrie's bigger and Kyrie's a better isolation scorer. So, I, you know, I, as much as I personally hate isolation ball, just from a schematic, you know, way of looking at the game, I it's 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 one of our top five options offensively, right? Yeah. So like you know, po- like posting Marcus Smart would probably be number five. Isolation for <laughs> Kyrie is not being that serious. Too. <laughs> Isolation for Kyrie is number four. You know, pick and rolls uh, and and dribble handoffs are, are probably the top three. Yeah. But definitely Kyrie isolation is a top five way for us to get a bucket this year. So I think that we'll probably see a little bit more of that. But I I really think that if you start Marcus Smart, you can run sets with having Kyrie run off ball because because Isaiah Thomas in the last two years uh, when he was playing with Evan Turner and when he was playing with Smart um, was extremely effective spotting up yeah so when you you get Kyrie some of those same look Kyrie shot 42% from three last year yeah he's which is, fucking that's insane yeah he's amazing from three what's yeah. his he's a career spot up. yeah he's a career 38% shooter 
which is including like a lot of like, you know, he had one really bad year before and stuff. And yeah, like that's amazing. He's a really good three point shooter. I mean, so is Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward yeah, shot exactly. almost forty last year, like a smidgen off forty. So that's, that's interesting. Crazy. And, and so you have both of those off-ball threats coming at the same time. Yep. Then, then I feel like that's that's a really effective way to use the offense. Yep. So I think that – but and you know, a, a lot of – actually, Zach Lowe touched on this. I, I keep referencing this. Zach Lowe referenced this uh, earlier when he was talking about how um, Kyrie, when he comes off dribble handoffs, he tends to take a dribble in and take a, a mid-range shot, whether it's open or, you know, whether, or contested. But if Kyrie would come off those same pin down curls that Isaiah did and just shoot off of the three, that he would be more effective as a player and as yep. you know as a threat. Oh, definitely. So yeah. Think, so I think you know, especially with how effective Kyrie is from that range, I think Brad Stevens is probably going to ask him to shoot more threes. Yeah. Because he he shot six last year. I I wouldn't be surprised to see that number jump up to eight. Wow, just like <laughs> raining, like Seth currying them in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Curry yeah. averages like ten attempts a game, right? Yeah, something, I think something it's something like that. that. Yeah, something absurd. I could see eight. I mean, the Celtics yeah, shoot a ton of threes. So yeah, and, and yeah, and and the, the Celtics were one of the top teams in in three point attempts per game. So yep. I definitely would see Kyrie molding to fit that system. And, and if you add, you know, six more points to his total, like you know, come on. Yeah. Which so, is, that's not how, that's not how statistics work, but. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to be like, well, well, I don't know about that, but. Yeah. I think no, he's I mean, going to. Theoretically, I think he's going to be pushing 30 this year. You think he's going to, oh, okay, that's interesting. I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, because. Um, yeah. So I was, I, I'm of the opinion, I think he's going to get a very slight bump to like points per game, a medium bump to assist, and then a big jump in efficiency. Well, yeah. relatively, because he's already a pretty efficient basketball player, but I think he's going to get even more efficient. He's a chucker, but he's not an inefficient chucker. No, exactly. Um, I don't think he's going to be close to 30. I think he's going to be like 25. I think 25 is where he, he's going to be he at. He is 25 right now. Uh, maybe jump up a little bit more then. What was he at? 27 is fair. I'd yeah. 26, 27. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I mean, but it, it depends on how much they feature Gordon Hayward in the offense. I think they want to. I think they definitely want to. I think it's so going to be. The way I see it shaking out, because this is how my 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 league in, in, in NBA 2K18 is going so far. So I'm going to plug that real quick. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that I, I works. see Kyrie at 30, Gordon Hayward. Actually, no, that's not realistic. I would say that's Kyrie not realistic at, at all. Because <laughs> right now it's Kyrie at 30 and Gordon Hayward's at 19. I'd say Kyrie at like 27 and Gordon Hayward at 21 this year. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. And, then, and then Al is going to stay at 14. I think Marcus bumps up to 12. And then I think Marquise Morris is averaging like 13, which is this is a video game, but I think it's you know real, I think it's realistic <laughs> to look at those numbers. And play. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I think 2K does a great job, huh? Yeah, about that? yeah, yeah. They just get all the numbers, right? The Warriors. That's have how it works. Losses, which is not realistic, yeah. but you know, at, at least at this point <laughs> in, the, in the season, like we're yeah. in November. So. Oh man, no. Yeah. The Warriors only got KD because 2K told them to. I heard they yeah. ran like simulations on there. And they're like, okay, that'll work. So we'll just... <laughs> I get the most wins playing with Golden State. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he simmed Jeez. he simmed eighty seasons <laughs> with every team and just fucking went that way. Okay. What if he actually did? I mean, probably has a lot of free time, right? In the offseason, yeah. just hanging out, tweeting. He tweets a lot, so he yeah. we know he has free time. Yeah, he he tweets more than we know because he. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> yeah, KD is the best two four six eight. <laughs> 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 I did kind of like. Repeat. 
I did kind of like how he stuck up for Russ, though, in like a weird way on that tweet on the Burner account. Or on his Oh, yeah, just me and Russ. Yeah. yeah, just me and Russ. I think that was nice. But it would be weird for him to say anything otherwise. Yeah, but he didn't know it was going to be on his account, so he didn't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? That's like, true. like he could easily bash Russ because no one's going to know it's him. Well, hypothetically, we would have. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe Russ was, will forgive him a little bit. Maybe Russ. What will... if Russ has burner accounts that follow Katie's burner accounts? How old is that? Whoa! Like Inception burner, burn, burn Inception. <laughs> so what if all NBA players are on a, a Twitter list with their burner accounts following each other? Who would be the like, most likely player? You think besides Katie? Because we know Katie. Burner account? Yeah. Who would be the most likely? Le- LeBron. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, LeBron, one hundred percent. Insanely petty. Yeah, he's beyond petty, dude. I'm not. I well, how much you want to bet that 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 Twitter account Prime LeBron is run by LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that account. I have him blocked. No, that that would not be a LeBron account. LeBron is too too sh- shady. He likes like indirect stuff. stuff. I feel like he might be Shams. Like he is Shams. Like has anyone ever <laughs> seen Shams in person? It's LeBron. He getting back yeah. at Woj. Just like <laughs> created a character. Shams is in college, but what college? Nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows. nobody knows. He just he's a LeBron creation. He hired some guy <laughs> to go out and stand there. And when like, LeBron retires, he's gonna reveal that it was him. It was him the whole time. <laughs> I brought down Woj. Text them when they're gonna about to, they're about to sign a new contract. Yep, makes sense. He's gonna call Woj as like, I want you to know that it was me. It was me who brought you down. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. that. Makes sense. You know what's funny? Shams just tweeted. Oh yeah, what happened? Yeah, I have his Twitter. I have his uh, Twitter where it's going. Okay. Is there anything? Is there yeah, anything LeBron important? LeBron heard you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's deflecting. Yeah, he's, it's gonna be a picture of like his cutout me. next to LeBron, like opposing. <laughs> what if you have like a whole network of spies? Like, right, like when any anytime anybody's catching on to him, he just sends a tweet out. He owns bumpers. He owns the recording software. <laughs> yeah, he's just. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Neither he's a really smart businessman. <laughs> Clever guy. All right, one last thing about Kyrie. This is a not reality-based question, so I apologize. To Kyrie and to you. But do you think the off-the-court stuff will matter? Like, no. even slightly. Do you think no. he will struggle with the media? Okay, actually, yeah. I'm yeah. going to change my answer to yeah, just because Isaiah was super friendly. Like, Isaiah yeah, he was. was. perfect off, off the court. Yep. Including him looking baked in all of his interviews. But um, <laughs> That's <laughs> another top. We're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. That so, was a good observation. <laughs> um, you know, really, his eyes are red. Uh <laughs> But yeah, Isaiah is like super, you know, friendly. But you know, it's funny. Uh, right now, they're having the jersey uh, unveiling event right now. Oh, how um, exciting! Yeah, they, and Kyrie's there, and he he there's a quote. He said that um, he he really likes the city of Boston because his car broke down somewhere in Boston, and a bunch of people pulled over to help him out, even though he did they didn't know that it was Kyrie in Boston. So, yeah. People helped someone else, a stranger in Boston. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I don't live in Boston. So yeah, um, what? Yeah, did he get you know lost? Where is he? Was it like... Waltham? I think it was Waltham. That's somewhere somewhere in Massachusetts. I can see Cambridge. I know you don't know parts of Massachusetts, but I can see that like, Cambridge people helping him out. But okay, it wasn't actually in Boston. Okay. Yeah. All so right. I mean, maybe maybe he'll feel endeared to the people. In maybe Danny Ainge hired a bunch of people to follow him around <laughs> and like sabotage his car. Just like <laughs> this has got to be the wokest podcast I've ever been on. Yeah, we are. We are many layers deep. We figured out burner accounts. We figured out shams. <laughs> we figured out Danny Ainge breaking people's cars to look better. 
some Game of Thrones level thought. This is a good stuff right here. Yeah, there's some quality content. There's a lot of politics going. There's a lot of deep thoughts here. A lot of layers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but my what if you know what I'm thinking is like, what if you know the city opens up to him first and and he'll embrace that, but otherwise, like his his reserved nature, I I see that could possibly annoy some of the media members. Yes. But it's not like he's going to be the first person that we've had. Like Rondo was terrible with the media. Yeah. I mean, I, well, like, I wouldn't say terrible, but like he had a very specific sense of humor that you had to get. Which, if you didn't get it, he was terrible to you. So. A lot of people really hated Rondo. <laughs> yeah. Just like from what yeah. I've heard. The like, articles not even that just came reported. out as soon as he got traded. Yeah. Ooh. I liked Rondo a lot when he was here. I I've it. heard not ideal things about him. Not like like I, bad, like sketchy things. Just like offhand like people are like oh i met I him he's like a fucking because, asshole blah, blah, blah. yeah like <laughs> i can see that yeah. but anyway so but yeah. i don't think he'll i don't think he'll be that bad i think i mean he's he's a funny guy right so i uh-huh. I, I just think he doesn't yeah he's I, I, he's definitely an introvert from what i've seen so i maybe he's, he's hard not. to get a beat on he's yeah. hard to you know hey you know how i spent 20 minutes of my day one day what um, i watched an episode of that he was on some kind of home renovation episode for his dad. You remember oh, really? About? Yeah, <laughs> no, and he, he renovated his dad's house for some occasion. I can't remember what it is uh, to get back and whatever. So he he went on this show and they did it for him and he was part of the show. And it was really nice, actually. So That's cool. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's, it's kind of cool as a look at you know, the kind of guy he is as a person. And, How old was he? Um, no, this is last year. Oh, this is last year? Oh yeah, shit! Like this past season. What the and, fuck? Um, yeah, really. Renovated house for him, dude. You fucking loaded. You don't need to go on TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just hiring. I mean, it's a really nice renovation, so you can tell he's loaded. But why is it on TV? What channel is this on? No, it's like I, I think it's one of those like internet-based. Oh, things, okay. It's like a web series, but okay, I got you then. That makes like more a sense. Like super popular one. And I thought it, he was on like HGTV, like House Hunters. I, like, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> Carrie. What's your budget? You Ten million. <laughs> Show me some fucking What's your budget? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it was actually super insightful. You know what's really nice? He has a whole like all of his most of his trophies, he sends them to his dad's house. That's cool. So, yeah, no, I yeah, know him and his father are really close. That's cool. Yeah. Obviously. So I mean know. just things like that, you know, the more we learn about him, the the more we get a beat on him. I think at first there might be some awkward moments like but I think he's at this moment right now, he's super excited to be here, so he's giving the media what they want. I think he's hundred percent excited to be here. Like, yeah, I actually buy that. I know a lot of it's, like, the promo stuff, but, like, I think yeah. he's actually really happy to be here. What I want to know is what it's going to look like, you know, like, if we lose opening night or if we've yep. lost, like, three in a row. Like, what is, what's he going to be like? So welcome, that's what I'm worried about. Welcome to the Boston sports media. It's going to be a <laughs> fucking bloodbath. <laughs> I, if I could tell Kyrie one thing, I'd say don't turn on the radio at any time. Nope. Yep. Just don't. Just don't. Just, just just listen to your Apple Music or you know find some nice podcast. No, just, don't fucking inc- don't. He can't listen to any podcast. You know why? Because really? he's gonna have more fucking theories that are gonna <laughs> <laughs> like. Yo, okay. Side note: I follow Kyrie on on Instagram, and every time I go to the following tab, he's always following something new that's woke, right? Yep. Like dinosaurs don't exist, uh, or you know, obviously more flat Earth stuff, or you know, like those weird like schools of thought that make no sense. Super woke, bro. Every day he's following some new account that's like I really I look, I look through it and yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing, man? I really, really hope he's trolling us. I hope so too. I, I know it I doesn't matter, like, but like it really kind of annoys me. <laughs> like it kind of like it's like, all right, dude. Like that's 
layoff, man. Like, I don't really like to judge athletes on their personal stuff, you know, as long as it's not hurting anyone. But, like, right. it's kind of hard not to judge him on that stuff. I mean, for at least he was bold about it. Spoke about it at the Olympics, right? Ugh. So that's, I mean, but his actual views are trash. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's, he flies around the world. I feel like he has to know. <laughs> that, like, Yo. It's not like some dude living in Kentucky, like in a trailer. Right. Like He's flown around he's the fucking the world. world, dude. Where are they hiding these ice walls, Kyrie? Like, <laughs> Right. You think that as somebody who's so invested in flat earth theory would yep. just go on an 80-day trip around the world, right? Yeah. In a hot air balloon. Yeah, in a, in a hot air balloon. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, like I mean, he has the resources. He could. He could go in a hot air balloon. The worst yeah. mode of travel. <laughs> like, ever. Yeah, ever, dude. That's that'd be awesome. Super dangerous. Too. Don't tell him to do that because he'll want to do yeah, it. He, he will. He's very. I feel like he's very easily influenced, unless he's trolling. Unless well, he's not. He's not as bad as KD. Oh God, KD's like. Draymond Green called him and he was like, "Yep, I'm in." Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm in now. Yep. Oh, good talk. <laughs> the well, price. The, you know that's that's what makes me upset too is the fact that he even met with us after already making his decision to to go to Golden State. Like, yeah, we gave him our secret. Yeah, remember when Jake Crowder was living? Jake Crowder was living. Because I somebody somebody wrote a story and some yep. somebody said that Draymond actually no Kevin Durant himself said that Draymond Green called him right after Game Seven. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and 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 from there he knew. Like, what was the point of meeting with the other teams then if you knew you're gonna go Golden State? Because he's a drama queen, dude. I think KD. Yeah. I think KD is a more like LeBron than people think. Yeah, he's well, worse KD's, than LeBron in he, some ways. Yeah, he's like a lonely kid. At least LeBron has like a wife and a support system and a family, right? Yeah, and he's like, like you know, he's a father and all that. KD's just a kid. Yeah, still. KD really is just like a normal twenty-nine-year-old. With his mom still does his laundry. I'm spreading that rumor. You're spreading that rumor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm starting. Start Getting his head a little bit. Okay, I like that. We gotta get Isaiah a ring, dude. KD has yeah. his mom do his laundry. He <laughs> makes her do his laundry. He like. Oh yeah. Bring, she lives in like a guest house, and he just she just does the laundry and cleans. Okay, I like this. That's why she's the MVP. Right, right. She's the real MVP because she does all the work. For she does all the work. Yeah, she landscape. Okay, good. This is good. This will get Isaiah a ring. He'll this be so angry at us on Twitter that he won't be able to play basketball. Yeah, like carpal tunnel or something. Yeah. All right, <laughs> carpal tunnel. Like you know. Yeah. No, I know. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got Twitter fingers. Come on, dude. Keep up. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right, that's it for part one on the Reality Based Pod. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll be back with part two. We'll talk some more about Kyrie, and then we'll get to some Celtics starting lineup debate. Should be a good one because I get to argue against Marcus Smart for once. All right, guys, catch you then.